0: Jim Rohn always said, success leaves clues. Well, my guest today is a single dad. He volunteered at his son's schools. He coached 26 of their teams, took them to and from school, all while building a multi-million dollar international network marketing company. His team exceeded a quarter of a million people, and he has impacted millions of lives around the world. He's known as being the hero of network marketing. Would you like to know how he did it? Well, my friend, tune in. Welcome to the Single Parent Superpower Podcast, helping single parents go from feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, and confused in their network marketing business to being focused, clear, and successful. Hello, my friend. I'm Samantha Gamble. I have built a multi-million dollar international network marketing business, all while being a single parent with 100% custody of my two amazing daughters. So if you're a single parent struggling to make ends meet just feeling like you're not doing as well as you could be, tune into the Single Parent Superpower Podcast. I'll be sharing tips, tricks, strategies to help you become a network marketing single parent superhero. Tune in, my friend. All right, my friends. Well, I have a very special treat for us, for all of us actually here today. A dear friend of mine, Jeff Weisberg. He is An entrepreneur, a dad, a life changer, influencer, travel enthusiast, but he's also known as the hero of network marketing. Yes, it's a thing. And if you follow Jeff's career, if you don't know Jeff, Google him, you'll see it. But he has been in this industry since he was 19 years old. And you name it, he's been through it. But his story is so unique. And why I wanted him on our show is because he is a single dad and he's been able to make it work all these years. His children are now about the same age as mine. They're in their twenties, super successful. And in fact, his uh, youngest son and Taylor, my oldest daughter, were born a day apart at the same hospital. So Jeff was actually in my delivery room <laughs> for a little bit. So we go way back. But uh, but you know, he was able to still build and impact millions of people around the world, all by being a very hands-on single dad. I mean, you even coached 26 sport teams okay. and still built your business globally. So Jeff, thank you so much for coming on here, being with us. I know we're going to talk about mindset and what it really takes to not only have an impact on, I mean, you've been able to have an impact on people around the world, but you know the impact starts first at home, right? With us with our own family and and to live the life that, that we and our children truly deserve, right? So um, so why don't you go ahead and, and take it away? I'd love for you to get into your story a little bit, and then let's get into some mindset.
1: Thanks, Sam. Appreciate being on here, and uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys might be listening in. Uh, I actually live in Sarasota, Florida, but now I am in uh, Oxnard, California, California, um, kind of an interesting situation my parents are getting older they're not doing too well but because of network marketing um, I always learned early in my career you build your business around your lifestyle not your lifestyle around your business been able to turn a three-week trip into three months and uh, here taking care of them but uh, thanks for having me on it's a pleasure yeah I've known Sam for a long long time I remember when she, uh, her and my uh, ex-wife were uh, in the hospital together a day apart, my son, her daughter, and uh, literally their rooms were right next to each other. Pretty funny. And then they ended up meeting each other in high school. And through talking through friends, they realized who they actually were and didn't even know it. When they heard the story, they couldn't believe it. So it's uh, I love what you're doing with the single parent superpower. I mean, I'll tell you my story real quick. Um, I started in the industry when I was 19 years old. Um, got involved with a company called Amway. Everybody's probably heard of them. You know, growing up, my dad was very successful in the life insurance business and taught me go to school, get good grades and have your own business, but taught me about residual income and uh, learned about that. But life insurance didn't really turn me on then. Um, Obviously, now I'm older. I think about it differently, but um, didn't really turn me on that much. But residual income did. Friend of mine took me in September of 1979 to an Amway meeting in the in, here in California at the Pasadena Civic Center. And I walked into this meeting. I'm 19 years old. And these guys are all dressed in suits and ties. And there's a chalkboard. The old days when they use chalk. And they're drawing these circles and talking about duplication and residual income. And I went home that night. I was looking up on the ceiling. All I saw was circles. And I said, wow. But really, it wasn't the money. It was more the lifestyle. I saw the lifestyle these people had. And that night, I drank the Kool-Aid and boom i was all in i was going to college did somewhat decent at amway not really great but learned some things i got involved with a company called old world um, dropped out of college had some more success there met a gentleman named ken Makovic, who at 21 years old now took me under his wings learned a bunch of things that company didn't really make it um and then i got involved with herbalife here in southern california and i had an opportunity to spend time personal time and met Mark Hughes and Larry Thompson and I'm a now 23 year old kid and boom I mean it exploded Um, was blessed and became one of the top 50 in the world in Herbalife in the early 80s I had my own airplanes cars traveling I mean I'm taking the Concorde going to London and I was just rolling Huge success. But then Herbalife had some issues. And again, nobody thought those things would happen. And we think it's just going to go like this. And in network marketing, nothing goes like this network marketing or not. And it kind of took a crash and uh, I had gotten out of it. And from 1985 till about 92, I got out of network marketing, um, which is kind of discouraged. My dream was gone. And uh, then I got back into the business with a friend of mine who's probably, if not the top, one of the top all time earners in the history of network marketing around the world. Um, He's still with that company. He's been involved with them for 30 plus years. And I went over to Europe with him and got back in the industry and um, just went to town and have pretty much been in it ever since. Um, I've had my own company. I've consulted for companies, been a distributor, supplied companies Um, And I just feel that the industry, um, it's changed a lot, but the industry for a person part-time to make a a huge income part-time or the above average person to make an above average income is great. And, um, you know, I think that the concepts that people are learning and the things like I've learned early in my career when we didn't have all this technology, I mean, it's still crazy for me. I'm 62 years young to be able to sit here, stare at a laptop computer in California for free on Wi-Fi, you know, Sam's on the other side and people all over the world get to hear this for free. Where when I started back in 1979, it was suits and ties. A telephone that you walk around, forget about. Internet, what's internet? I can run my business and my life right here. I mean, this phone right here does more than what computers did in the White House 50 years ago. And it's just mind boggling. And so, technologies change the industry, but the concepts are the same. Um, During that time, um, I became a single parent, like Sam had said. Um, And so my boys were four and a half and six and I had my business going. Things were going well. I had some outside things going as well. Ended up becoming a full time dad. And, you know, sometimes you're not ready for things that hit you in life. And so I had to step it up. You know, I had to start drinking all this Kool-Aid of all the personal growth and the positive attitude. And then for things to change, you got to change. For things to get better, you got to get better. And I had to look in the mirror and say, Jeff, I guess now it's time to step it up. And um, my focus was my boys. So I had to learn how to delegate my time, time management. And like I said earlier, I learned early in my career that you want to build your business around your lifestyle, not your lifestyle around your business. So my boys were my focus. And I had to learn to delegate. and I had to learn time management. And I had to step it up. Um, And, you know, in the morning, I helped them get ready. They were in school. I worked the business, got them home, coached sports teams, like Sam said, because that was important to me. Wasn't the money. It was a lifestyle. And then when they'd go to bed, I'd get back on the phones. And, um, you know, obviously they weren't these phones. They were the kind of phones that you couldn't walk too far because they were connected to a wall and uh, built the business and um, been blessed now. Um, I've been to 51 countries. Um, Built businesses around the world. My son's traveled internationally with me as well, as well as domestically with me. Now they're 23 and 24. My younger son lives in Miami doing fintech sales. Uh, He went to the university of Miami. My older son's a CPA, which is pretty funny because in that story I didn't tell, I dropped out of college to do Amway full time. Uh, He's now a CPA. Uh, living in San Diego. And, um, you know, I'm blessed. And it's because of the industry and because of things I learned early in my career from guys like Ken Makovic or Larry Thompson um, and others. And what I learned from my father, obviously, is a very young man.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Well, you look at uh, my children, Taylor graduated from UCLA, lives in Manhattan now, biotech recruiter. Danielle's in her third year at Chapman. And, you know, our stories are so similar that, you know, if it wasn't for the network marketing industry... God knows how our children would have turned out. I being that hands-on parent, I think is so crucial and so important. And that's why I've developed the SPSP community and the single parent superpower, because, um, you know, I was reflecting that it was such a luxury that we were able to financially provide for our families, but yet also be that stay-at-home parent. It was it was like a win-win scenario that most people think that to provide for your family, especially as a single parent, you have to go out, get a job, which nothing wrong with that at all. But the single parent guilt is real and you want to be home with your family. And this, you know, through network marketing, it is the best way and the easiest way you know, to do that. But, you know, I you know we talked earlier um, before we started recording about, you know, strategies and tactics and the how to's and the, you know, here's what you need to do and all of that stuff. And, you know, what you said was pretty profound is really not the how to stuff, the step by step stuff. Why don't you talk, talk about that? Because that always changes. But what is it as a networker? what is our real job? Like what, what do we need to have control over? What do we have to do? to have the type of success, even half the amount of success that you've had, everyone would be happy with?
1: Well, I mean, that's a great question, Sam. I think, you know, number one is people kind of get all tied up into where do I go? What do I do? What do I say? You know, I learned early in my career from Larry Thompson, concepts stay constant, techniques change. You know, if you spend a lot of time learning how to do a fax blast or how to work an auto dialer or how to run ads in the newspaper, nobody does that anymore. I mean, some of your audience probably doesn't even know what a fax machine is. I remember when the fax machine came out and I said, wow, you can take a sheet of paper and put it through. And on the other end, it can come out. and The person can see it. I know I sound stupid saying that today because you can do it in two seconds, but that's what it's like. So if you get focused on all those techniques, imagine if you spent a lot of time learning about MySpace. Well, where's MySpace today? You know, people get hooked on What do I say on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok or LinkedIn? Those are the current kind of things people are using. Five years from now, those are all going to be like MySpace. I mean, who on your audience uses MySpace today? But I know plenty of people that learned about it. You know, Google AdWords, and they try to learn all these techniques. At the end of the day, you got to learn the fundamentals, which are applicable to any product, any service, any company, any country. And learn the fundamentals that can be used in network marketing or out of network marketing i've taken a lot of these things i learned in millionaire training for example and used it outside of network marketing because i think most people today are trying to figure out well how do i do a facebook live and is the lighting good back here and is my hair okay which i get concerned about your hair often. looks
0: amazing by the way does
1: it look okay you it know is there amazing. a sign do i have to <laughs> buff it up? <laughs> you know, is the lighting good? What's the background like? What am I wearing? What do I say? And they get all concerned on all that means nothing. You know, at the end of the day, you got to number one, have a burning desire. That's the first thing people got to want it. You got to have be hungry. Number two is you got to be willing to work. I mean, you know, the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary, unless you win the lottery or you're, you know, the lucky sperm club and you end up inheriting a bunch of money. Last time I checked, it takes some work, you know, and then you got to be teachable. I believe that ahead of us, people have done what we want, and they've already made the mistakes and they've made the errors. So do I want to sit here and go spend hours trying to figure it out on my phone or the internet? Or do I want to find somebody like you who's got a system in place that I can just plug and play and learn from? Because you spent the time, the money, the effort to develop it. So I've been blessed to have great mentors because the mentor can lead you through because he or she's at the other end already. So he or she knows where there's the fork in the road, where there's the hole in the road, or where there's a stop sign. And most people today, you know, they don't want to get the coach to help them work out. They don't want to get the coach for the mindset. They don't want to get the coach to help them with their business, their daily method of operation. They want to try to do it themselves. My dad used to tell me, a wise man learns from the mistakes of others, and a fool learns from his own or her own. So I think mindset's important. Um, and I don't think it matters where you came from. I think it matters where you're going. I mean, I'm a college dropout to do network marketing, and I have a son who's a CPA. I mean, I don't even know how to balance my own checkbook, and this kid's a CPA. So it doesn't matter your past. It only matters to your future and where you want to go. I mean, think about it. You got people today that are not billionaires; they're worth a hundred or two hundred billion, and a billion is a thousand million. I mean, the abundance of money out there today and the abundance of resources out there today is unbelievable. You know, some people think that if I win, you lose. You know, if you win, I lose. No, there's abundance everywhere. You can have what you want, but you got to see it here. Bob Proctor, another mentor of mine, you know, used to always say the paradigm shift. He used to say, if you can see it in your mind, you can see it in your hand. Everything we have, whether it's this iPhone that somebody thought of, the laptop or PC you're on, this can of sparkling water, okay. these glasses, anything was thought of here before it was here. Network marketing is no different. You got to see where you want to go with your product or service. You got to see where you want to go financially. And then you got to book in when you're going to do it. It's a simple business. It's not easy. But none of these businesses are easy in network marketing or not. Sometimes we get all wrapped up into this, oh, network marketing is easy. No, it's simple. It's not easy. Number two, oh, I can do it part-time. You can, but it depends what you're doing part-time. You know, time management's the key. Am I going through social media to see what everybody else is doing, or am I posting social media? Am I organizing my desk and my shelves and dusting off my warehouse, or am I making phone calls? Am I sending out emails? Am I sending text messages? Today, the business with technology, Sam, is so much easier than the old days. We used to mail stuff to people. I know some people don't use mail anymore. We used to send you, you know, I'm going to send you the product. I'd have to go to the post office, send it to you, wait till you got it. I'm going to send you a video, send it to you, wait till you get it. Today, two seconds. I can literally go in 10 minutes, text 20 friends with a link to my product, service, or company. And so, all the techniques are going to change. I don't know people here if they're familiar with what the metaverse is. You know, Facebook changed their name to Meta. The virtual world that's coming, you know, the virtual reality glasses and all that, AR, VR. I mean, that's the future. People are going to be living in this outer space virtual reality, the metaverse, and it's already starting. So, Facebook, it's going to be MySpace. Why do you think they changed their name? I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's no dummy. You know, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, that's all that's going to be passe. You know, the thing that Wayne Gretzky used to say is the reason I'm the greatest hockey player of all time is I didn't anticipate where the puck is. I anticipated where the puck was going. I need to know where the puck's going in order to get the puck in the goal. Same thing in life. Don't look at what happened in the past, focusing on MySpace and learning Facebook is stupid. Where are we going tomorrow and the next day? And I think people get caught up, like you said, in the the techniques versus the the concepts. Because concepts, like I said, stay constant, techniques change.
0: True, you're absolutely right. I mean, I look at how I did the business before. I mean, we did the home parties, I put flyers on cars. I I was the queen of three ways. Like I was the three-way master <laughs> of it because I was working my business in around my kids. So I couldn't travel all the time. I couldn't go to people's homes and do home parties. I couldn't do it. So I did three-way calls and now it's, you know, Facebook group chat. So it, so uh, you know, were still, the activity is still the same. We're st- our job is still to talk to people, expose people. And then that's it. How we do it was going to change. It's going to change next year from what it is now. like last year, on TikTok, people, their reels were going viral. They would wake up and they would have a ton of customer orders. And that's a thing of the past already. And that was just, you know, last year. So I remember there was a story that um, you and I both had the same mentor, Larry Thompson. And um, I, when you were in Herbal life, you were doing really well. You had your plane and everything. And um, you were making a ton of money, but it was flat. You weren't increasing and you wanted to go to the next level and you're you got frustrated and so you called Larry and to get you know some mentorship as to why your business wasn't growing so i would love for you to share what what great mentorship what that what the answer was that you got from your business is being flat it was very successful mind you but it was just flat wasn't going anywhere
1: yeah, it's pretty funny now that you bring that up. Yeah, so I'm in my early 20s. I got a big business in Herbalife. I was making a lot of money. Um, and my business was, like you said, kind of flat. So I call up LT one day and I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's just not growing. I don't know what's wrong. I can't figure this out. How do I take it to the next level? Because, I mean, I was doing well, but, there, you know, I was in the top 50. I wanted to be in the top 10. And we were a big, big company. We are doing 60, 70, 80, 90 million a month back then. So he says, oh, no problem. He says, do me a favor. Go out and get your calendar. Now, again, I know nobody knows what a calendar is, but in the old days, we used to use a calendar. You know, now everything's on your phone or your computer. And he says, go to last Monday. Now, he's baiting me for this, and I don't even see it coming. Go to last Monday. I said, okay. And he says, how many people did you talk to about the product or the opportunity? And let me backtrack a second, Sam. Our business, we get paid for doing one of two things, either A, talking about the product or talking about the opportunity product or service. That's all we get paid for. We don't get paid for watching social media. We don't get paid for posting social media, cleaning the shelves, organizing our calendar, trying our products. We get paid for talking to people about the product and service and about the opportunity. And again, I learned from him, Sinaloa, safety and numbers, law of averages. You talk to a few people, you make a few dollars. You talk to a lot of people, you get rich. The only difference between a brand new person and a successful person is the brand new person hasn't talked to anybody yet. The successful person's talked to dozens, hundreds, thousands, or tens of thousands, depending on how long they've been doing it. So I pull out my calendar and he said, how many people did you talk to uh, about the product of the opportunity on Monday? And I remember I would spent the day with my mom and we were doing some stuff. And I said, well, really nobody because I was out with my mom and um, I forgot. I mean, this is back in 1984, but do, we were doing something. I told him, he said, okay, no problem. He said, go to Tuesday. And I had a buddy that was in town. I said, well, Tuesday I spent the day and, and we were hanging out and doing some stuff. And then I went to Wednesday and I had another excuse or something, which I forgot. And he, all this, and I got to watch how I say this, cause this is being recorded. And, he, and remember, I didn't have this I'm holding on to a phone with a cord. So the phone's, let's say, here on the desk, and I'm holding on to the phone. And for those of you who who know Larry Thompson, he was an ex-long-haired hippie construction worker. And he said to me, do me a favor and don't effing ever call me again until the calendar's full. And he slammed the phone down. And literally, it was ringing in my ears, because you can imagine your old phone, bam. And it's ringing in my ears. And I said to myself, that... I won't use the words I said, just hung up on me. And I hung the phone up. And I'm like, wow. And I realized he was 100% right. See, I was managing. I had the big group making the big money doing great. And I was in the management mode. I wasn't in the building mode. And I realized I was not doing anything. Who would I talk to about it thing? I didn't talk to anybody. Well, if you don't talk to people, your business doesn't grow. This is not called network marketing, not net do nothing marketing. And that hit me. This was 1984. I'm telling the story in 2022, almost 2023. Okay. 2023 and mind blowing. and it affected me, but it didn't change. Where do I go? What do I do? What do I say? It didn't change the product, the opportunity. It changed me, the mindset. And from that point on, I always learned that, Hey, you may not talk to 10, 20, 30 people a day, but you need to be consistent every day. Like if somebody said talk to 50 people a week, you don't talk to 50 people one day. Go talk to 10 people for five days, okay, or eight people for six days or whatever the numbers are. Don't do it all once. Be consistent, like working out. Don't go to the gym three hours today and never show up the rest of the year or month. You know, work out a little bit every day. And that was a concept I learned from him then. And, to, again, to this day, it's in my mind. If I put my head on the pillow at night and I think of my day, well, right off the bat, Did I do anything or did I spend time on social media, BSing with friends, going out to lunch, doing this? What do you expect? And he also taught me, Sam, that, you know, there's a thing called momentum, just like in sports. What you do today doesn't show up today. It shows up, you know, tomorrow. What you do this week shows up next week. What you do this month shows up next month. Where you end your year shows the following year. Where you start your year shows the next year. And it's all about getting that momentum going and lifting the weights. And if you do a little bit of consistency, a little, don't try to kill yourself, a little, it grows and grows and you develop momentum. And again, network marketing is no different than any conventional business. It's got all the benefits by far, but you still got to work. You still got to talk to people about your product. The internet is not going to do the talking for you. You know, a newspaper ad is not going to do the talking for you. Flyers, like you had mentioned, that we used to do on a car is not going to do talking for you. Fax broadcast is not going to do talking for you. You know, Facebook Lives are not going to. You still have to talk to people. I think today, Sam, too many people are hiding behind this camera and hiding behind this phone. And they think, oh, let me go send a bunch of text messages and let me go follow a bunch of people on social media and just sit back and the phone rings. No, that's like running an ad that doesn't get your response. I mean, you still got to be proactive. Social media today is running the ads in the old days. You know, social media today is the billboards of the old days, or like you said, putting flyers on the cars. But that story with Larry Thompson, it's still in my brain, you know, all these years later because it had an impact. And that's, again, what you talked about. It's not, he didn't once say to me, oh, go do this, go do that, talk this, say that. No, no. It was about the concepts, the mindset.
0: So true. Well, and it rings true still today. And you're right. People do hide behind the social media and all the, the you know, new algorithms and all the stuff. And, you know, it's, it's really you. It, we're still in the relationship business and it's about building relationships and impacting people's lives. It's, you know, if somebody has joint pain and you have a product that cures joint pain, then who are you to keep it a secret? Right. It's up to you to tell them that you have the answer. If someone's struggling financially, you have you have the answer in your mouth. You have you have their what they need. So who are we to keep it to ourselves and just hide behind social media and say, well, they need it, but hopefully they see my post on on a uh, Facebook and then then they'll know to contact me. You know, we have to be proactive and we have to, you know, expose. And that's, you know, that's still the nature of our business after. You know, after all the years you've been in the business, that part has not changed. How you do it changes, and it will always change. But that's the most important part. And I know um, also when you were when you talked about um, a network marketing, it's network marketing. You to talk to people, but you also talk about um, it's not network business either. There's net, It's network marketing. So why don't you talk about that real quick?
1: Well, I mean, I think now there's a lot of noise on the Internet. There's a lot of companies, a lot of products. you got Amazon. you got all this competition. What you've got to do is you've got to brand yourself. You know, I've always been a firm believer that you don't want to be the all-state guy or the farmer's guy or the AAA guy or the state farm guy. You want to be you. You want to be the marketing girl or marketing guy. You want to brand yourself. You know, people don't buy products. They buy people. You know, and so at the end of the day, they're going to do business with people they like, they trust and they respect. And if nobody knows who you are, you know, why should they buy your product? If 50 people are selling the same soda water, why should I buy yours? Or better yet, why should I buy from you if I don't even know who you are? But if I see this girl's always out there or I see this guy's always out there and I see them and I relate with them and there's believability and they're positive and I like where they're where they're going, and they're vulnerable, I'm probably going to buy from them. You know, the other thing about social media is nobody's had a bad day. Everybody's hair is always perfect. (laughs) The lighting and the filters are there. Here's me next to my yacht and my G550 and this car and that house. And pardon my French name, but most of it's all bullshit. You know, everybody has a bad day. I don't care if you're a billionaire or you're broke. You know, everybody has bad days. And everybody has marital issues and everybody has children issues and everybody has waking up having bad days. But social media, sometimes we're comparing ourselves. Oh, man, look at him. Look at her. Wish I could look like her, look like him, make like him, have what he. And, And most of it's if you look at successful athletes, Mike, I'm a big basketball guy, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James three of the greatest in the history of basketball. They didn't compare themselves to others. Listen to them. They compared themselves to them. And you never know, just because some guy's got a yacht, you don't know if he's working like a who-know-what just to pay for it. Some guy's got a jet. You don't know if it's his. You don't know if he rented it for the day. You don't know if it's his friends. You know, people project this lifestyle, which a lot of times isn't true. And so I think what you've got to do is you've got to really realize that you got to expose yourself and be vulnerable You got to be you. People can relate with you being you because everybody has bad hair days, except me. Everybody has days they wake up feeling like crap. Everybody has arguments with their husbands or their wives or their boyfriends or girlfriends. My parents have been married 66 years. They're connected like this still, even though they're both kind of losing it and they're having health issues. And do they argue? Of course, yet they can't live without each other 66 years. So to think that they never had an argument, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. To think you never wake up with a bad day, to think that you don't have people quit and cancel the product or cancel the service or get going and leave and go somewhere else. I mean, that's the real world. And if you're vulnerable, people go, oh, wow. Even she had this problem. Even he had this problem. Oh, wow. Even she yelled at her daughter or her son or he yelled at his daughter or son. Or, wow, they've been married and they had an argument? On social media, they look like they're perfect. And so I think vulnerability and exposing the vulnerability people relate with. You know, when LeBron James promotes this water, for example, we all know he's getting paid. Okay, and we're not all LeBron James. But when a normal person who's a normal person that we can relate to, has kids, maybe doesn't have kids, does sports like we do, works out like we do, has hobbies like we do, and he or she talks about this drink, we can relate to that person. But if I never see that person and I don't know that person, how am I going to know that he or she markets that product or that service? And so I think exposure is the important thing, but vulnerability is even more. You know, we all make mistakes. We all have bad days. We all have health problems. We all have issues in our relationships. The thing is you focus on not where you are, Wayne Gretzky, but where you want to go. So if it's a marriage issue, a a family issue, a child issue, you know, how do we fix this? I think resolving things instead of brushing them underneath the carpet is better. And hey, the word I'm sorry, Larry Thompson once told me, if you want to stay married a long time, all you got to do is say, yes, dear, no problem. Yes, dear, no problem. Now we're laughing about that but most guys won't do that. You know, we're too cool. Yes, dear, no problem. And so I always laugh about that. And so, you know, and again, here's a guy who's in his seventies, a guru in network marketing, and he's been married 20 plus years. And so, you know, you can always learn these things, but vulnerability is the best because we all make mistakes. I don't care how rich you are, how smart you are, how beautiful you are. Vulnerability is important. And like what you're doing here, helping these parents, single parents is great. I mean, it was so funny because I started thinking about this when we started this thing. You know, I used to go to talk about sport, uh, coaching sports teams. I'd be out there coaching sports teams. And, you know, you had occasionally a dad out there with us, but it was all the moms hanging out. You know, I would go work in the class up until my boys went to high school. Obviously, high school, you don't do that. And it was me and all the moms, you know, and so it was totally different. You know, it's like I'm with all these moms because usually you hear about single moms. You don't hear about single dads. But network marketing it levels the playing field. You know, if me and you, Sam, and I'm not saying it's right, both try to get the same job in corporate America, they're going to pay me more because I'm a guy because that's how it is. I don't make the rules. I never had a job, but that's how it is. But we get into network marketing. Yeah, some of the top people might be the guys, but the masses in network marketing, the masses, okay, are women. Because a woman can get in and make more than a guy. And in most cases they do. And so, you know, being a single parent, Your responsibility, yeah, I know everybody wants money, but it's your kids and your family first and the money last. You know, again, I said when I saw Amway, yeah, I wanted to make money. We all want to be gazillionaires, but it was the lifestyle. You know, to me, spending time with my kids, putting my kids through college, traveling the world with my kids. You can't put on a balance sheet, but it's the, the magic moments. It's the time you're spending with your family or people that are important to you that's more important to me. Other people are different than all the things, because at the end of the day, and we shared this about your, your father passing away recently and all that. And again, I'm, I'm sorry about that. My thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to you again. But, you know, I'm dealing with it now about with my folks and the time I'm spending with my parents. We're not talking about remember that house. Remember that coat. Remember that bag. Remember that car. Remember those shoes. No, you're talking about more important things. And I think network marketing, um, we kind of get hooked on the money and the things too much instead of the lifestyle and time freedom. To me, other people are different. Was the thing time freedom? Not having a lot of money and no time, but having money and time. And that's what network marketing can do for you: is time freedom.
0: Oh yeah, and you know, you and I, I think about today's day and age. I think I, I, I truly, my personal belief is that children today even more so than even our children, even though our, our kids are still super young and in, in comparison, they're in their twenties. But I think young children today, they really need a parent at home who knows their friends, who, you know, they're the house that, ev- that everyone comes to, to hang, hangs out uh, with, because, you know, without that, if you're always gone at a job, you, and yes, you have to keep the lights on, you have to put food on the table. I get it. But unfortunately, if you're a single parent and you're doing that, your kids are home alone. You don't know who they're hanging out with. And there's some scary stuff out there now. I mean, when we were kids, I mean, shoot, if we, if, you know, if we might've had too much to drink and we got sick. Nowadays, they try something one time and they could die with some of the stuff out there. I mean, it really not saying that being a single parent, you know, being a stay-at-home parent, that's never going to happen. I'm not saying that, but I just look at, the forks in the road that your sons and my girls had to face. And I think if we weren't that hands-on stay at home parent, I, I think the likelihood of them going down a different road is very high. Not that we were fantastic, you know, perfect parents, because I sure as heck know that I wasn't. I was on the job training a hundred percent. And I was, Oops, sorry, kid. I messed up on that one, but you know, it's just, we yeah you know, we do our best and you know therapies for the rest I don't know but but it's but I think if we weren't that hands on parent thank God for network marketing I mean I you talk about dropping out of college I went to community college for two weeks
1: <laughs> two weeks wow that's impressive
0: <laughs> yeah that was it but so anyway so I really think is in today's day and age I think that the the opportunity of network marketing is so perfect, especially with the economic climate. I mean, I don't know about you, but I made the most amount of money whenever there was a downturn in the economy. So the timing is great. The, just the whole social environment, it, the, the, the timing couldn't be better for network marketing and social media. Yes, it, all those platforms are all going to change. But what that has done is opened it up the floodgates where you know, before it was, we could only talk to the people that we were around. Or that we had a phone number for. Now it's you're exposed to millions of people around the entire world. So, I mean, that has been amazing. And what I want to do, if I could, is, you know, it's the first week of 2023 when this airs. And And I I wanted you to be the absolute first episode for 2023 because I would like for you to set people up so they can win for 2023. And then we can go ahead and close it out with that. I just think that, you know, being realistic with their expectations and but yes, setting them up, having those big goals, but knowing how to break it down quarter by quarter, fix and refine so that they can really just smash it in 2023 and, and finally live the life that they and their children truly, truly deserve.
1: OK, well, I think there's a couple of things. I mean, a new year is a new year. But most people write down goals once they read it two, three, four times. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to make money. And, you know, by February, they're done showing up at the gym. and It's still paying for their monthly membership, you know, or they're going to get on the phone. They're going to go crazy they talk to 20 people the first two, three weeks. And then they're done doing it. I mean, I think number one is you got to get yourself in a place where, um, you know, you, you, you look at last year. You know what worked good and what worked bad doesn't matter what it is. You can't do nothing about 2022. It's over. What worked good, what worked bad. We've all had good things happen, no matter how bad things are with COVID and this and that. I mean, we can always find all the problems. And the news, you know, is always going to give us all the constant negative news. You know, COVID's coming back, flu season, RSV, this problem, that problem. First thing I do is I unplug from all that. I mean, I don't really pay attention to much of the news. I know some people go to bed at night, they wake up in the morning, they go here all day long. I try not to watch the news. I mean, again, I might be a little different. Um, my whole thing is, if it doesn't really affect me or my family, I don't, I'm not gonna say I don't care. But you know, there's a war going on. Let's say, okay, well, unless I'm gonna go fight or I'm writing a check, what else can I do? Worrying about it's not fixing the war, you know. And we got a lot of things going on in the world that media tries to get in our brain, okay? And they try to sell us everything, and anything they can. So number one is, look at what worked for you in 2022 and what didn't work. Think of some things that you were happy with that maybe you want to continue to do. And some habits maybe are things you aren't happy with and you don't want to do. And I believe that you got to write everything down. Keep a journal, write everything down. Okay, now, do I write everything down for like my time system and all that? No. Do I do like a a journal to write stuff in like what worked, what didn't work, all that? 100%. And then I put it on my phone so I have it all right here with me because your phone's everywhere with you. So I don't just put goals down on a sheet of paper that I don't have with me. You know, you can either put them on three by five cards or I like it on my phone and on my screen because this seems to be with all of us. We don't carry this with all of us. The old days we'd carry our planner everywhere we went. Some people still are old school. okay, and I still use it. You can see it, but I don't carry it with me everywhere. If I got my goals on my screen, you can see when it pops open, you see what they are. So what didn't I like? What did I like? What do I want to change? What do I want to continue? The next thing is in a perfect world, looking forward, going backwards is imagine five years from now, okay, that you're you're sitting there talking to your kids or your grandkids or your friends and you're telling them what the last five years have been like. So go forward and then tell the story of what it's like and just write it down. And now what you're doing is you're already telling your brain what happened because you're telling me the story. Kind of like I can now go tell Sam I was on this podcast with her because I just finished it. Great podcast we did. What did you do? So write down five years in advance. Forget 10, 20, 50. I don't believe in all that. Okay, five years a long time, especially with the way the world is today. Five years a long time. Five, three, one, six months, 90 days, 30 days. You know, five years, three years, one year, six months, Ninety days and then thirty days, and then work backwards. So in five years, where do you want to be financially? Where do you want to be physically? What's the perfect relationship? Your family, your social. Tony Robbins talks about the wheel of life. Each each um, area is like a spoke in a wheel. You know, physical, financial, career, emotional, social, family. You know, guys making ten million dollars a year, but he's fifty pounds overweight. Well, that's great, but you know, your health's not too good. Guy's got a great marriage and great kids, but he's broken or sleeping on the street. Well, that's not good either. You know, guy does marathons and triathlons, but he's been through four wives or three husbands and never talks to his kids. You want to have a balance. You know, you want that spoke to be even. Um, And so now you come back from the five years, you know, what do I want five years from now my health to be like, my life to be like, my friendships, my family, my children, if I have them, or if I'm young and going to have them. Am I in a relationship? Am I not in a relationship? And then you work it backwards. Okay, well, then what what would it be, look like in three years? You know, what would it look like in one year, the end of twenty twenty three. Okay, and then you start focusing on the one year. Now we're going to take that one year and go to what? It's going to be in six months. Now what are we going to do in ninety days? Then what are we going to do in thirty days? Because five years is a long time away. When you look back. It's not like, Sam, you look back at the kids and growing up and having the boy, you know, Taylor and Josh born in the hospital. That's 23 and a half years ago. So looking back, it seems like yesterday. If you and I were sitting in the hospital today, look at 23 years in the future, it'd be like eternity. My mom told me, enjoy it when they're young because time goes by. I said, mom, they're like two and three years old. And she's like, just watch. I look back at that now. I'm like, wow. Now they're 23 and 24. So when we look forward, five years is eternity. God willing, we're all going to be there in five years. Looking backwards, it's quick. So I go five, three, one, six months, 90 days, and then one month. So what can I start to do in January to get me to where I want to be by the end of the first quarter, to get me where I want to be by the end of the first six months, to get me where I want to be by the end of the year? Now, next year, we're going to look and say, okay, how much farther did I push that needle for three years and five years? I'm one year into the program. Am I getting closer? Did I do better at these things? Did I do worse at these things? Because I believe that finances is one part of the wheel. We all have friends that have a gazillion dollars, but they're not happy. Tony Robbins says success without fulfillment is failure. Can you live at a higher level and help more people with money? 100%. Broke people can't help anybody. They can't help themselves, although anybody else. So I'm not one of those guys that says don't get filthy rich. I believe if you're a good guy rich or good guy broke, you're going to be a good guy rich. If you're a bad guy broke, you're going to be a bad guy rich. It, it shows you more of what you are. And there's a lot of people with money that do a lot of great things. I can't help causes if I'm broke. I can't help my family if I'm broke. I can't help anybody if I'm 150 pounds overweight and don't take care of myself. You know, so you've got to have everything. And I know we're talking network marketing and money, but I wouldn't just focus on money. I'd focus on all of them. From a network marketing standpoint, because we're not going to talk about all of them, what am I going to do the next 30 days to get to the goal? Well, if I want to make $1,000 a month, you know, how many customers do I have to get? Okay, how many distributors do I have to get? How many whatever I need do I have to get? And then I know a formula. Well, I got to get 10 people, just an example, to get to where I want to be in 30 days. And then in forty, in in, in three months and then in six months, 10 people. I'm just using a number. Okay, how many people do I have to talk to to get to 10? You know, how many approaches do i have to make to talk to people to get to 10 and put those in order because the goal for the 30 days i need 10 people i'm just saying 10 people i make a hundred dollars a person there's a thousand bucks but i'm gonna have to talk to more than 10 and i'm gonna have to approach a lot more and i'm gonna have to fill my, my pipeline and the same with working out i need to lose 50 pounds well you don't lose 50 pounds in one day i gotta eat a pound at a time 50 times okay i want to meet the woman of my dreams or the man of my dreams i want to build a better relationship with my sons or daughters I want to have a son or a daughter. You know, I want my relationship with my husband or wife to be better. You know, I want to go develop more friends because I don't have a lot of friends. And you work it backwards and then you work on it every day. I believe you got to be in the morning when you wake up. I do this thing called Miracle Morning. Hal Elrod. It's amazing. And I do Tony Robbins priming and all these different things. I believe that how you start your day is how you're going to finish your day. And when you wake up in the morning, and he talks about these things called savers, but every morning when I wake up, I get up at seven. Okay. And the first hour I'm in bed focused on me. I do, I do some red light therapy and I'm focused on me. I'm doing prayers. I'm doing my savers. I'm meditating. I'm visualizing my affirmations. I'm doing some reading and I do that every single morning. Okay. And if you got something to do, you get up a little bit earlier and I'm not a big, morning guys, seven o'clock. Some guys are up at three, four, five. That's not me. But that hour is the important for me, you know, and then I'll work out three, four days a week. So I set my schedule that way. So I'll start my day later because I need me time. And every day I'm focusing on the me time, the me time, the me time, the me time, the me time. Cause if you're not your best, how are you going to help other people? And I believe you got to read it every day, Sam. It's got to be in your DNA. You know, uh, Larry Thompson and another thing. I mean, I learned a lot from Larry Thompson. But another thing I learned is it's not a matter of remembering something. It's a matter of not being able to forget. You know, we go to school and I was a terrible student. And you're trying to memorize three times two, eight times six, or you're trying to memorize this, you know, Constitution or trying to memorize the capitals of the 50 states or, you know, whatever it is. Okay. well, instead of trying to memorize because sooner or later you're going to do it, try not to forget. Most people, once it's in your DNA, you don't forget. So your brain rewires itself every day because you got your goal right here, your goal right here, your goal right here, your goal right here. And your brain starts to develop these synapses in the brain and it gets stronger and stronger. Most people get exactly what they want. And that is they don't know if you don't write it down. If I say, Sam, what do you want for your body in 2023? And you don't have it written down, I guarantee you're going to get what you want, which is you don't know. If I say, Sam, how much money you want to make in 2023? If you don't have it written down, you're going to get what you want. We get what we need, not what we want. And I've learned that early in my career, and I was blessed to learn it over and over again. And your goals need to be your goals. Like, I want to make $1,000 a month, but you want to make 2000 Great. You know, I want to run a marathon, but you want to run a super marathon? Great. You know, people sometimes get tied up. And the last thing I'll say about this is they get too tied up in what everybody else is doing. Success to me, and I'll end with this, is doing what you want, when you want, where you want, with whomever you want, for as long as you want, and being happy. Okay. If I want this car and you want another car, great. If I want this vacation and you want another vacation, great. If I want a thousand and you want 10,000, great. Success is being happy with what you want, not with what social media tells you or all your friends. Because you don't know what happens behind most people's closed doors. And we all got friends. that got all the things. And my dad taught me early there's a difference between having and being. And when we die, usually on the tombstone, it says the day we were born and the day we died. And in between is this thing called a hyphen. Now, we can't do anything about the day we were born because we had nothing to do with it. We can do a little about what we have on this side when we die by taking care of ourselves, but still we can't control that. The man upstairs does, but we can control the hyphen in between. And so every day I try to do as much as I can, as often as I can. It's never perfect, it's never going to be perfect, but I try to go to bed and say, hey, did I have a good day? Did I help others? Did I somewhat do part of my goals? And, you know, was today a great day. And if I need to fix and refine it, I do tomorrow what I didn't do. But if I don't know what it is, if it's not written down somewhere, you know, Sam, how much money do you wanna make? Oh, I don't know. Sam, what do you wanna do with your money? I don't know. Well, guess what you're gonna get, I don't know. And so network marketing is a tremendous vehicle, but it's only gonna get you to where you wanna go. But you gotta know where you wanna go.
0: Yeah, 100%, go. 100%, I tell you that was amazing. (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Well, my friends, I am going to close it out there. There is nothing for me to add (laughs) to that. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us and for really just blessing us with your time and your wisdom and your insights. I can't thank you enough. And hopefully you'll be back with us again soon.
1: Hey, my pleasure. And for those of you that are following, Sam's doing an amazing job. I love this whole single parent superpower. I am a single parent. Well, now my kids are grown, but I guess I still am a single parent. And plugging into a network like this from somebody who's done it, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's the other thing to do it. You know, you've heard about talk to talk versus walk to walk. She's done both. And following somebody who's made mistakes, because she has, we all have, but who's got the path that you can follow, just follow me. OK, it, it, it's better than trying to herd cats yourself. It's always better to pull the spaghetti across the table than try to push it. And she's already there to help pull the spaghetti, you know, the, the spaghetti, uh, whatever you call it, the piece of spaghetti. <laughs> she's already set the path to do that. You might as well follow. Success leaves clues and she's already done it.
0: Oh, thanks so much for that, Jeff. I really appreciate it. And a happy new year to you and your family.
1: Same to you and to the girls.
0: All right, thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. that episode left you feeling empowered and inspired. And if you're ready to take your business to the next level and become a single parent network marketing superhero, tune in my friend and subscribe and rate the single parent superpower podcast and join the single parent entrepreneur community at www.spspcommunity.com today. I'll see you next week, my friend.